0: Welcome to Dear So-and-so, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-so. Welcome.
1: Welcome. Okay, I found an Ask a Manager I'd like to read you. Okay. I come asking for permission to be insanely petty to my old boss. I want your blessing. <laughs> <laughs> great start. Great start. Yeah. Last year, we had a new director on my team for about seven months. She started when we were all remote, so I've never met her in person. Mm-hmm. We also never did video calls, so we've never even e-met face-to-face. She didn't even introduce herself or get to know us when she started. She sucked. mm she went, on, you know, like, yeah. yeah she clearly. she went on yeah. leave for a month last fall and then ghosted us for 2 weeks when she came back and then the chief of staff announced that she was moving into a different role. Okay. She literally never acknowledged it with us and just bounced without a word. She's been gone about as long as she was our boss. Okay. Next month, we're going to start returning to the office and I want to act like I don't know who she is if I run into her. Nothing mean, just a serene, oh, it's nice to meet you, and give zero impression I know she was my boss. I don't have any working relationship with her now. I will never ask her for a reference, and I'll do nothing catty to her. I just want one really petty interaction to convey how much she sucked at her job. Is this allowed? May I be this petty at work? Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, it sounds like a good plan. You can be this petty at work, sure. Yeah, sure, sure, sure.
0: But don't assume that that pettiness is going to translate to that boss having a damn clue that you're being petty
1: oh yeah no you're not gonna get any satisfaction from this <laughs> yeah. satisfaction is not guaranteed yeah 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 not you, at all i
0: think that like i would put it at like a 30 percent satisfaction level like i don't yeah. i don't know exactly what you're trying to get out of this yeah but go for it but my god lower your expectations
1: yeah i mean um what Allison... happens if that boss
0: responds to caller with it's. It is really nice to meet you as well. Oh, yeah, it's like
1: really what? nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Allison Green says, frankly, it might go right over her head, but exactly. in your head, it's a pretty precise hit on her lack of contact with you. Also, yeah. it's funny. So yeah, yeah I don't. Go I don't for disagree. It. Be petty at work. If you can't be petty at work, where else can you be petty? You shouldn't be petty at home. Like, that's a bad idea. You know, like, don't shit where you eat. Don't be petty at home. Mm -hmm. Don't be petty with your friends. Like, your friends are the only people here for you in this world, you know? So don't be petty with your friends. You have to be petty at work, I guess. Like, I just, like, don't know where else you're supposed to take this. Don't be petty at the grocery store. Don't be petty at at Whole Foods. God, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be petty at people in service positions. Oh, God, don't be petty at the restaurant. Jesus.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, be petty at work. Workplace is the only place where you can assert a
1: little bit of pettiness. A little bit. A tiny bit. A tiny bit. A harmless bit, you know? Yeah, a little sprinkle, a pinch. By all means, a pinch of pettiness. A pinch of petty.
0: I have a... Dear Abby, for you. Uh Great. That I, it's syndicated, but it's from newjersey.com. NJ.com. Yeah. Whose tagline is just true Jersey. True Jersey. True Jersey. True Jersey. True
1: Jersey. Okay. Okay, And
0: it is signed
1: Angry Neighbor. Let's just assume the Angry Neighbor is from New Jersey. (laughs) Yeah.
0: For the sake of argument. Yeah. Dear Abby, last year, my across the street neighbor backed into my car. At least that's what I think happened. My car was parked legally on the street and there was a huge dent in it. I called the police and based on the location of the dent... And the neighbor's driveway, the officer determined <laughs> that the neighbor had backed into it. Yeah. Furthermore, light blue paint from my car was on her car's bumper. It's a right. l- lot of uh clues here. Okay. There's a lot of
1: evidence, yeah.
0: Yeah, when the officer went across the street The neighbor came running out screaming at him. She was hysterical and belligerent and she denied it. Eventually, the officer told me that even though he was certain she did it, there was nothing he could do since it was her word against mine.
1: And the blue paint on their bumper? I mean, okay,
0: whatever. I had never met this woman before, but she is mean. And I often hear her screaming and cussing at her small children. Last week, I arrived at work to discover that my company had hired a new clerk. I'll give you one guess who it is. Steph, I'll give you one guess who it is. Their nephew. (laughs) You're wrong. I okay. don't think she realizes <laughs> I'm her neighbor. It's the neighbor, by the way. In case okay, got clear. it. Yeah. I must interact with her often at work. And so far, I've been professional but chilly toward her. Sure. At some point, she's going to see me in my yard and realize I'm her neighbor. Should I clear the air now or should I pretend it never happened? I'm still angry because she cost me a lot of money. Signed, angry
1: neighbor. Okay. So as I understand it, their neighbor... Um backed into their car and got away with it, got right. away with something. Yep. And then now they work to now they're co-workers mm-hmm. and um but the neighbor doesn't realize that the offended party. Well, I guess is that's unclear though, co- right? The neighbor may realize, but is not letting on. Well, that's sort of I would suspect that's what's actually going on. Yeah. Is that she's just like, I'm just gonna pretend this never happened. Exactly. Because this is a workplace. And yeah. so I think that you should probably do the same. There, There's there's like no air to be clear. That air is just going to be like stifling Stanky. and bad. Yeah, yeah. just bad. Mm-hmm. You have double the incentive to just smooth it over. Like before, you know, the incentive was we're neighbors. We all just need to be civil. I don't right. need to be like afraid or upset every time I come home. Exactly. And now you also need that to be the case at work. So, oh, it's sad, but you're just going to have to pretend this... And you're just going to have to th- act like this never happened. Here's a unrelated but slightly related tale.
0: Uh-huh. While on jury duty years ago, mm. I looked across the room and yeah. I saw my high school mortal enemy.
1: <gasps> this
0: is a woman who accused me of defacing artwork in <gasps> front of my peers. What? Which what she didn't know is that I actually was writing like a little like love letter um, on a little piece oh. of paper for this boy who like obviously <gasps> is gay now.
1: Oh <laughs> you know. yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, right, who right. I like
0: <laughs> ran into one time at two a.m. in a bodega with his partner, and I was like, right, yeah, you were like, oh, of course, it all makes so much. More. It all
1: makes so much more sense.
0: So she accused me of defacing artwork. In front of a group of my peers. And And you couldn't
1: defend yourself because it was a secret love
0: letter. (laughs) Precisely. And she basically over and over said, no, I saw you write the word drab on that person's piece of art. And I was like, for one, what a weird way to deface. Yeah. (laughs) Two, drab. This is drab. drab. (laughs) Um, <laughs> that's just like God, that's, savage, that's such critique. yes. I know, like totally a drab. Anyways, so then I sleuthed it. I was like really hurt by it. It like yeah. really kind of rattled me and upset me. I went back to the Unified Arts Building later that day to sort of investigate who had written drab, only to discover that the assignment was like to take a negative descriptor and, oh, <laughs> and create yeah. a piece of art, you know, you yeah, know, totally. like junior year art. Anyways. The point of this whole story is then I was on jury duty with her. I I turned and saw her from across. (laughs) I was like,
1: Where was this going? Right, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you
0: follow with me. Follow, yeah, follow along. So then I saw her across the court and we were there together for hours. There were four of us left at the end, two of whom were me and my mortal enemy. But in the case of this, I think that. Like I, I made the choice that we are encouraging of caller here, yeah. which is like
1: I just Pretend. played nice. Yeah, yeah.
0: we just yeah. like played some you know word games or some little tic tac toe things. Because oh wait, you just... actually
1: engaged mm-hmm. th- your enemy. Wow, because
0: literally they got through everyone, and then there were like. Ten of us, six yeah. of us, five of us for, like, the last three hours. Like, there was a chunk yeah. of time where it was, like, a small group of us. And you couldn't together. pretend. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just engage.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I, I also, it would have been a totally fine choice to not engage to and just, like, sit and read my book. Mm-hmm. But regardless, the the move is most certainly to act as
1: if things are fine are for the time fine. being are fine, yeah. fine 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 fine. Yeah. yeah everything is fine. Everything is fine. We don't need to get to the bottom of this.
0: Here we are in jury duty. Let's mm-hmm. both not get on this jury.
1: Mm-hmm. let's <laughs> let's stay in this together. We're, we have the same we have the same goal in mind yeah um, let's align our interests exactly toward that shared goal. I'm proud of you both. I'm proud. Thank you, I you. And I know. I have one for you from the social New York Times' Social Cues. It's, uh, it's a shorty. Here mm-hmm. we go. Last week, in a fit of pandemic boredom, I brought home a broken down antique chair that our neighbors had thrown away. Mm. I spent a few days in my workshop fixing it up. Now it looks great, and I'd like to give it back to them. My wife thinks this would be weird. We don't know them. I could leave it on their porch anonymously or find another home for it if our neighbors don't want it. What do you think? Signed, DAVID, all caps. David.
0: They always do it all caps. You don't have to scream oh. it. That's just like a thing that the New York really? Times does, by the way. Yeah. They just always caps people's names.
1: I thought it was like lo- I thought it was like sentence no. case names and then Mm-mm. comma and then locations. No,
0: that's what they do. Sorry to be like. <laughs> I
1: don't mean to shout.
0: It's yeah. just from David. Don't, don't plain scream. And simple. What do I think?
1: Yeah. What do you think? What? Oh. Do I think? Okay. Put yourself in the neighbor's shoes, Alyssa. Mm-hmm. You threw away a chair. <laughs> mm-hmm. A week goes by. Yeah. The chair returns, looking great, looking better than when you broke up with it. You know, yeah. like just like a basically a new chair. Happy or sad? Pleased or, or freaked out. Weirded
0: out. But Weirded out. if somebody came over yeah. to my house and said, hey, I grabbed your chair. I have a little um, shop in my garage and I fix uh-huh. it up. Are you guys interested in having it back? Otherwise, I'm going to list it on my uh, Buy Nothing Brookline Facebook page. Perfect. Not weird. Perfect, yeah. yeah. Yeah, not weird.
1: Not weird. I also think it wouldn't hurt to mention... Um, the pandemic boredom and yeah. say, like, hey, I was, I've i been doing you know, this. I've been doing some projects. I saw your chair and I thought, what a great project. Right. But I'm not attached to it. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, I don't think that's I don't think that'd be weird at no, all. Not, not weird, weird at, all. at
1: all. But don't so expect good. them to want to back. No, they don't. I don't think they do. I don't think they, they expect want much. To but they don't want to like, I think they just want to offer. I yeah. They just want to be
0: like, just a, you know. But I don't think I would leave it on their porch.
1: That would no, be no, I wouldn't so do that. Weird. I would like your chair looked like shit.
0: I made your chair look nice. Here it is. No, here it is. Some you people just are thing? trying to get rid of things, not because they look bad or good, but because they're yeah. House they might have full found of a new things. chair that yes, they wanted exactly. to use instead. Yeah, um, full of things.
1: Full of things, and they're like, God, it's haunted, and it's coming back to yeah. haunt us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creepy.
0: Okay, I have one, and it's a Carolyn Hacks from the Washington Post. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Hi, Carolyn. My boyfriend has made a habit out of using birthdays and holidays as an opportunity to upgrade his lifestyle under the guise of generous gift giving. He recently gifted me his used laptop, which he did spend money on, getting it cleaned up for Christmas, After buying himself the latest upgraded laptop, my last birthday, he gave me his used scuba gear and took that opportunity to (laughs) upgrade his own set. The thing is, I'm not a big diver and my current laptop is perfectly adequate and better suited for my needs however he gets upset if I politely (laughs) decline so these presents are really just taking up valuable closet space am I ungrateful or am I justified in in feeling a bit stuck in an ungrateful recipient position I'm also not able to figure out why exactly this irks me I am and it seems disingenuous to fake enthusiasm as I'm walking gifts over to the closet, signed
1: Anonymous. Oh my god. It sounds like you were partnered with someone who (laughs) when it's someone else's special day, and it's time to celebrate someone that's not himself... Uh, his first response is, "How can I make this about myself? <laughs> and how how can I use this as an opportunity to get something that I want?" And that's why it irks you. And that's why it irks you. It sounds like they're kind of terrible and selfish, at least in this way. They sound I don't like know. A they might be generous gift in other giver. ways. They sound like a bad gift giver, though. And it may be just that, like, they're they didn't grow up in a gift giving household. That mm-hmm. may be that, like, they don't they don't you know their love language clearly is not gifting yeah things to people <gasps> did you
0: ever take that weird little quiz to find oh, out hell your love yeah. language i oh, once yeah. took it too what was your love language
1: oh my love language well i don't know if i took the quiz but i read about them and i was like oh i think it's this one and i think it's um affection or whatever oh. it is it's like you know just like snuggle snuggles oh snuggles touches handholds okay snuggles obviously snuggles. that wasn't mine no, not. It's not. <laughs> Which one is yours?
0: I can't quite remember, I, like, what they are, but it was something along the lines of, like, helping out, like, doing... Yeah, yeah help, acts of
1: service. Yeah, yeah, helping out or,
0: or, like, some sort of, like, affirming thing, like that... Oh, like, yeah, and then
1: there's the words of affirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was, it
0: was like, those.
1: Yeah, Matt has those, too. So back to the question, the... I... I I'm afraid to generalize this guy's behavior around gifts to just like they're outright an asshole and selfish in all situations. Um, but they are in this one and that's why it irks you.
0: And also, good golly, dude, you you do not I I would just straight up be annoyed at the idea that my partner is using birthdays and holidays as an opportunity to upgrade his lifestyle. Just upgrade your lifestyle. Just bro. upgrade your
1: lifestyle. Yeah, don't lie to yourself about it. Like give yourself permission to just buy To the just scuba buy beer the you shit want. you wanna give and then you Sounds can like offer you have it the to money your partner. For it.
0: And if your partner doesn't want it,
1: great. But to then just be like, I did this for your birthday. I don't like that. That no. is awful. Do awful. something else for their birthday that it doesn't they even want. have to be big. Make a dinner no. reservation
0: and oh buy God. a
1: succulent. Get a plant, man. God, anything. Give them some words of affirmation. Tell them they look good in their jeans. Yeah, like, touch them. Because apparently that's yeah. one of the things on this. Yeah, list. this is like, I don't believe it, but I guess that's one of the things. <laughs> I mean, if I were this caller, I would just bring this up. Yeah, you got to talk about it. Yeah. If you can't talk about it, you don't really have a future with this person. Mm-hmm. another social cues for you mm-hmm. from ruth my pet peeve has survived the pandemic some friends and relatives have been vaccinated against covid 19 so i mm. was able to host a small birthday dinner i set the table with cloth napkins but many guests didn't use them mm. when the table was cleared i found them untouched do you think i uh, do they think i prefer them to wipe their hands on their socks i think it's rude not to use what i've offered you what the Signed, fuck ruth <laughs> Sorry. Wait, my pet peeve has survived the pandemic? Their pet peeve is this, that people never use the um, cloth napkins that she puts out. They Mm -hmm. never do it, Alyssa, and it's her pet peeve. All right. Sorry. It's rude. Uh, I wouldn't assume that people are wiping their hands
0: on their socks. Have you ever eaten a meal and not had to wipe your hands or face? Like, because you've just used your silverware so well because you didn't eat wings?
1: Can I tell you a sad truth about my household? Yeah. Every day, every day we eat something. Mm -hmm. I... Bring out two napkins, one for me, one for Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is used within the first third of my meal. I've, I'm an animal. Mm-hmm. Matt never touches his napkin, and yeah. he never seems to have a problem, and I don't understand how he... I don't yeah. understand it. Listen, we all eat different. Different mouths. <laughs> different mouths, different... Bo- I have a tiny mouth. Yeah, too small. Your mouth is too small. Yeah, it just gets everything... Too gets small. You're too trying to fit. To like, yeah... Normal a bite of porridge in, in there, mouth. dear God! Just like seeping no. out the sides. God, it's just dripping off my fork. Yeah, I just too small will. a mouth. Get a napkin. Yeah. I need napkins.
0: I would. I wouldn't assume that your friends have wiped their hands
1: on their socks. That seems like a We're, rude assumption to have seems, about. Yeah, you're your friends. being rude. You're yeah. the rude one, <laughs> Ruth. <Roof. laughs> rude, Ruth. I just like these these end of the pandemic problems. Yeah. Like when I went to go look for questions this week, I only found like I'm freaking out about the end of the pandemic. Here's my very tiny specific problem. So oh, it was dear. like yeah. freaking out about the end of the pandemic, my boss is going to be there and mm. I want to be petty to them. Freaking yeah. out about the end of the pandemic, like people aren't using my napkins. Freaking out about the end of the pandemic, like I want to give my neighbor this chair. Mm. Freaking out about the end of the pandemic, I don't ever want to wear a bra again. Do okay. I have to wear a bra yeah. again? and um i gotta say like i too am freaking out about the end of the pandemic i get it like i get it but it's way more generalized anxiety it's not it's not getting attached to any one of these specific problems that has an answer it's Mm. way more existential
0: i mean just to be clear the pandemic isn't over just because a bunch of americans got vaccinated but I'm freaking out too. Do you do you want to tell me why you're freaking out about the end of the
1: pandemic and we may or may not use this? Sure. Um, well, it's a common tale, which is like I don't a know what common going back tale. To, I don't know what going back to normal is supposed to mean. Yeah, did. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah like I, I I I lost my job. And then mm-hmm. my job kind of resurfaced, but I was like, mm, "We have to break up." I've been trying to break up with you for a long time, mm-hmm. and actually, this break has shown me that like we can't we can't get back together. Okay. So no career to go back to. Okay. Um, no idea what to do next. Mm-hmm. Really tough job market. Mm-hmm. Really unsure. Uh, just really unsure about a lot of stuff. Don't know what is right or wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. No idea what normal is supposed to mean. Really yeah. freaked out about that. And yeah. turning thirty-five, and feel like I should not be having this kind of twenty-two-year-old problem right now.
0: Totally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I would imagine like that people of all sorts of ages are feeling that. Um, I am having trouble with the end of the pandemic because I found that I I sort of like I controlled things pretty well. So I had this sort of controlled yeah. environment, and there were a yeah. lot of things that were hard about it for my health. But I was yeah. like, "You're here." And uh-huh. you're, like, making the best of it. And you are, yeah. like, working this program and working on your health. And I felt I was doing well at that. And then the yeah. second, now that there are kind of more possibilities, yeah. uh, all the anxiety that I had worked so hard to, like, w- to work through that I or thought. Or keep it
1: bay. Yeah, yeah, that
0: I thought I was keeping at bay came, like, rushing back. And I was yeah. like, ah, I oh, didn't, no. I
1: didn't work through them. They just were on pause because I was stuck in a house. yeah. And I did. I got I got pretty attached to these weird little habits, this weird little home life I'd mm-hmm. created. It, it yeah. felt safe. It yeah. felt contained. Yeah, it just felt contained, I guess. Yes. Totally. So, yeah,
0: yeah. At first you feel really trapped. At yep. first we
1: felt trapped. At and first then we felt it trapped. felt like comforting. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now it's terrifying out there and I don't know what I'm supposed to do about it. Mm-hmm. Terror. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> You're like the anxiety is
0: really setting in. I can feel it in my toes. Okay, I have another Carolyn hacks for you from the post. Great, signed worried. Uh oh! Don't worry.
1: Yeah, <laughs> don't worry.
0: That's okay. so <laughs> obnoxious coming from somebody who's like literally in the middle of a panic attack. Yeah, I can no, hear I'm it in literally your voice.
1: Having a panic attack right now, and I'm like, please stop worrying. Stop worrying. It's making me very I'm worried. Anxious. Please
0: stop worrying. <laughs> Dear Carolyn, I'm afraid. Oh, I'm afraid. I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid my 16 year old daughter is missing out on the best parts of her youth. She's a good okay. kid. Gets good grades, but doesn't uh-huh. seem to have any friends, doesn't date, doesn't go to parties, football games, or dances, nothing. Her entire life is focused on a blog she runs and the fan fic- fiction she posts on another site. I've Sweet. checked her blog. It's okay. But nothing most girls would be interested in. These are years. I know. Just just hold your worry till the end. I'm worried. These are years to have fun, learn social skills, and build a good resume for college. My daughter will have absolutely no extracurricular activities unless she writes about her Superman and Batman fan fiction. My husband and I have told her about all the fun she's missing. He played football and ran track. I was a cheerleader in the theater club and never missed a dance. But she's just not interested in anything. Anything. (laughs) We don't think she needs to be a cheerleader or an athlete, but we do think she needs to be involved in something. What should we do? Signed, worried.
1: She is involved in something. something. She has a community. She has a lively community. Sounds like she's having a lot of fun in that community. Fuck right off. Fuck. She's doing off. Great. Also, building your college resume. Like this is way better. Way better college prep than going to some dances. Are you fucking kidding? Jesus Christ, this person's learning to write, which mm-hmm. is, like, the, like... And has a blog, has something to show for it. Do You, you yeah, know it has what I mean? It's publishing it. work. Writing is one of the skills that will, like, fast track you to money. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just going to say it. Like, it's like, if you can write and communicate well, you're going to get promoted at work. Like, that's just kind of how it works. Um, So... Took all of her students from her, like, whatever elementary school or something
0: yeah. on a field trip to which one of yeah. our high school friend works at, yeah. um, for basically be like, oh, no, you don't have to be coders. Like, You just have to be, like, okay at communicating. We really need exactly. to hire no, you, people here who are just a little more organized and can communicate. That,
1: if you can build a compelling PowerPoint. No, seriously, if a <laughs> compelling PowerPoint will double your salary. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's really stupid, but... Um, but writing is an important skill. So mm-hmm. this this kid is fine. Um, this kid sounds like a delight, actually. I'd love to hang out with them. Me too. Um, they are making friends currently. And when they get to college, they're going to have a really fun time. Like, they're yeah. going to have an extra fun time. I am not um, suggesting this, but I will say, if you feel like they are,
0: like they are too narrow in just writing about this superman, batman and, and, superman and batman yeah. fan fiction like perhaps you should suggest like that they some could some other
1: graphic novels
0: yeah or that they yeah. could like volunteer uh like helping kids
1: edit papers but acknowledge that your kid is into something like right, your kid right, right. is into something and then like encourage them to like to like expand that on that and do something yeah, yeah,
0: cool yeah. with that
1: yeah. and the idea that <laughs> you're upset that your child isn't dating,
0: partying, going to football games is is so uh, pathetic and narrow to me that I want to scream.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. Your child has interests. It's okay if you're not into their interests. It's okay mm. if you don't think their blog is great. Their blog might not be great.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, they're like 16. They're not a good writer yet. They're just into it. <laughs> All right. There seems to be uh, like following on this trend of anxiety around the end of the pandemic. Mm. There are a lot of people worried about this particular problem, this specific problem. And I'm going to read you the question okay. um, if I can find it. Yes, here it is. OK, it's this one. I took this from Ask a Manager. Uh-huh. There are so many more of these. I have been lucky enough to work from home this past year. Mm -hmm. I am halfway through the vaccination process, which has made me think about going back to the office sometime soon. It's open, and for the time being, management has left it up to us whether we'd like to return or not. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I have not worn a bra, except for exercise, for more than 10 months. And I don't ever want to again if I don't have to. My boobs are free! Mm -hmm. It is amazing. Their underwire prisons have been relegated to the back of my closet, and I do not want do not want with exclamation points after mm-hmm. each word i do not want to retrieve them the office is business casual leaning towards the more casual side and overall very liberal many people wear jeans and t-shirts in good repair are not heard of the dress code allows sandals but not flip flops and women wear dresses some with spaghetti straps we regular we rarely interact with the public and we have a very active staff so more than occasionally people come from come in from their bike commute or back from their lunch break and workout clothes and mm-hmm. not everyone changes right away. During the pandemic, we have been a video on Zoom meeting crew. I don't wear a bra and I don't think it's very noticeable. I chose shirts that I choose shirts that are loose or wear camis under ones that would maybe be more showy. But if I were to be walking around an office with my average sized boobs in work attire, there may be some jiggle. Just to be just to <laughs> yeah, truth a little be told bit of there'll be some jiggle. Yeah. When the when the AC is on blast, there will likely be occasional nipple. Mm-hmm. To a close observer, it could be apparent that I'm not wearing a bra. I know this seems trivial, but this year has shown me that life is too short to be uncomfortable for 40 hours a week, and I am most comfortable without a bra. I've seen some of your previous columns about bras in the workplace and bras on Zoom meetings, but I'm curious if your views have changed in light of recent events. All this is a long preamble to ask, do I have to wear a bra when I go back to the office?
0: Great question.
1: Great question. And also, I think, like... Is this a harbinger of change? Like, are we maybe not going to sure. like Are we going to be a culture that that like relaxes a little bit around the bra thing? Like, not yeah. just at work, but kind of like generally. Yeah, you know? I do believe
0: in like quote unquote an idea of being appropriate based yeah. on yeah, yeah, yeah. the environment that you're in, with the full recognition that the word appropriate. Is, is like fucked. is exactly uh, is yeah. so loose and has like very little meaning, um, yeah. but like I but appropriate I do, in the same
1: way that you don't want a shirtless dude leaning over your desk when you're having a conversation. Exactly.
0: Oh my god! What a workplace. <laughs>
1: You know what I mean? Like it's like he just came in from his workout, he rode his bike back from his lunch break or what the what the ever. You yes, know? Totally. And then he took off his sweaty bike top because it was sweaty, but then you were like, Can you take a look at this when you have right. a chance? And he's like, Oh, I'm free right now <laughs> and then he leans over your desk and starts dripping onto your keyboard. Precisely That's that's not appropriate. Exactly. Like that's the sense in which we mean like be appropriate. Yeah. Precisely. don't make don't harass people or make them feel uncomfortable yeah do i do i think
0: that uh it is inappropriate to uh own breasts and not bra them no no i don't I think don't. that's inappropriate i don't i also think that there are many ways in which to clothe your top half that mm-hmm. don't include a bra, a bra? And it sounds like this person was doing them. Yeah, it sounds a like you're very... And then yeah. put on a button-up shirt. Right. Yeah, you your do. boobs won't look as perky. Sounds about right.
1: Sounds about right. Yeah. Accurate. About right. They're going to hang lower. Jiggle. It's okay. Yeah, they yeah, might move gonna, a little more. That's sort of the thing that I like about a braless world is actually my boobs are look less and Mm. so they draw less attention to themselves because they're like you just look a little more amorphous in the middle section yeah exactly they're just hanging down um yeah and i just love it and my chest is just my chest like anything showing above like in the neckline area right right. you can like
0: wear a low-cut shirt and it doesn't
1: matter it doesn't doesn't fucking matter it's just a chest a bare chest yeah yeah if any good can come out of this terrible Mm. awful god awful year Right. Let it. Let this be one of those one of those silver linings. You know. Yeah. F- free, free women's breasts. Right. From tyranny. <laughs> let women dress themselves how they please. Mm. Yeah. While not offending anybody else. You know, like is while not actively harming <laughs> a, or harassing. What a delicate
0: line. Let oh, people God. with breasts dress the way they want while not offending a single other person. <laughs> you were like let me let me say this really simple statement
1: and then dial it way the fuck
0: back and then dial it way back with the knowledge that women's bodies and people offend people people all the time by literally just just being just Just, like the presence of yeah of a of a female bodied person in the workplace is like
1: this seems offensive what's this person doing here yeah this is really offensive yeah you need to tone that down can you tone that down
0: Yeah. yeah Thank you, Steph. And thank you, you old so-and-sos for spending another half an hour listening to our
1: useless advice. It's been a joy as always. You can find more episodes or submit your own questions at our website, dearsoandso.pizza. You can also find us at our Instagram at podcast. You can also give us a call. Our phone
0: number is dad dog 5078 Leave us a voicemail and we'll play it on the air. Our theme music is by our friend Busy Hempill. As always, I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs>